Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the Lodge Cast Experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 110, Dear Evan Hansen. Hello, 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 and welcome to another musical edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. Oh dear. Brother Lucas is absent. We'll get to that. But we have a stacked back seat in the edge. Coming back hot after the summer, we got Brother Ben. Hello, hello, hello. Brother Josh. Jellicle songs for jellicle cats. <laughs> <laughs> He's our musical resident. <laughs> and returning to the edge after a long, long hiatus. Too true. We got the Lodge Mistress Millie. La, 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 la. This is the crew tonight. We gave Lucas the night off again. He is allergic to musicals. <laughs> And, you know, I said, you're welcome to come, but it's not going to be a deal breaker if you don't show up. And he said, thanks for thinking of me. I'm going to keep recharging my batteries. Yeah. So that's fine. He doesn't need to see what we're about to see. No. He doesn't need this. We are about to see a movie called Dear Evan Hansen. And it is two hours and 17 minutes long. Whoa. The Lodge Mistress did not know that. <laughs> I withheld that information from her to get her here to Burbank tonight. And I know basically nothing about this movie. All that I know about this movie is that people are dunking on it. They're ragging on it. They're making jokes about it. It looks like a very sincere movie. And Millie and I saw it advertised on the CBS television show Big Brother, where they were pimping it, showing the house guests the movie, and they had to pretend that they fucking loved it. Captive audience. They may have liked it, though. (laughs) They may have liked it. Who knows? But they have to like everything that they watch on that show. So, Ben and Josh, I know you guys have been following this movie on Twitter, or you've been following the jokes. Does that translate to you knowing anything about this or are you going in pretty cold i think i know in broad strokes the plot of it but yeah mainly i just know that uh 28 year old ben platt 28 28 year old ben 27 27 28 year old ben platt 1993 28 28 17 years old anyway yeah he's he's at least a decade out of high school playing a high schooler. Oh, that's great. And on top of which, you know, they 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 put him in this hair and makeup that that ages him even Agreed. more. Oh, I love it. So he's looking like 38 playing <laughs> 17 and apparently, you know, they've cast actual high schoolers around him oh. which just makes it even more of an oh. uncanny valley. That's like if you made one digital enhanced cat 
in cats and then <laughs> filled the cast with actual cats all around that person. Right. That sounds wonderful to me. And it's a musical, right? Yeah, yeah it's right? a musical. Yeah. Yes. Tony winning musical about a teenager with social anxiety. I, that's a winning premise for me. Oh, my God. Yeah. And apparently I was uh, at the Tonys, it actually did pretty well when it when it came out like uh, – what five six years ago or something like that? And he was the star in the Tony yep, yep. in the on the stage version. Yeah, too, then, right? then Platt has been playing this for a very long time, and he was too old then. Well, he was too yeah. old then, but at, but at that point, you're you're what like twenty one years old or something like that, twenty one, twenty two, and you're on stage. Yeah, you're seeing yeah. it from a distance. And you're seeing it from a yeah. distance, yeah. and now so now twenty eight. Oh, we're getting in real close. Digi close up. Oh. Yeah. That's great. And Bishke, I'm glad that you caught the fever. I've been beating the Evan Hansen drum for a while now. And then you'd kind of sent me a side text. and You're like, but seriously, we need to make sure that we cover this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. no shit, dude. No shit. Yeah, I saw, I saw the Rotten Tomatoes, which I will not. Really, I don't know. I'm not revealing no, anything. Stop. None of that yet. Anything about that. But I was like, <laughs> let's do this. I barely even know who's in it. I know either Julianne Moore or Amy Adams is in it. One Julianne, of the, I think both are. Or in are, they both? Oh, yeah, are they both? Yeah. Are they both in it? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. one of the redhead uh, superstars is We're in this. We're having a woman in the window. Woman in the window? Yeah. Is that what it's woman in the yeah, window reunion. <laughs> yeah. Yay. I feel like there's a 75% chance that Amy Adams is going to have a drinking problem. I feel like yes. this, based on previous <laughs> oh, roles, she might be like, uh, you know, doing those little mini shots like, oh, God, uh, after dropping so. off kid at school or something. I don't know. <laughs> I hope she's roughing it. Speaking of, so. we have got to hit MacGuffins before oh, this shit. motherfucker. Uh, yeah, we do. We got to do shots on shots on shots at McGuff's. <laughs> do you think they're going to have a Dear Evan Hansen? <laughs> oh, mm. is it going to be like uh, like blue Curacao drink or something? Like just like bright blue to match the color scheme of the <laughs> could be. This, this is the big movie of the week. Um, <laughs> it's in the Dolby Theater. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's that's the key. We're going to hear this in the richest, loudest, most bombastic sound quality that anyone ever has. And I can't wait for it. Oh, wait. I just came up with the name of the cocktail. Dear Evan Hennessy. There it is. Ooh, Dear nice. Evan Hennessy. I'll drink that if they have it. I will drink to that and I will drink all of that. Now, Lodge Mistress, yeah. do you know anything about this? Not just what we saw on Big Brother. Just, just that he did look 38. I was I was <laughs> very impressed with his age. Very, very outraged, but I'm excited. We're going to have some stuff to talk about, so we better get in there. Let's climb them steps and plug ourselves in to Dear Evan Hansen. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Woo-woo. We start with stars in our eyes. We start believing that we belong. But every sun doesn't rise. And no one tells you where you went wrong. Step out, step out of the sun if you keep getting burned. Step out, step out of the sun because you learned. Falling in a forest and there's nobody around 
Do you ever really crash or even make a sound? When you're falling in a forest and there's nobody around, do you ever really crash or even make a sound? When you're falling in a forest and there's nobody around, do you ever really crash or even make a sound? When you're falling in a forest and there's nobody around, do you ever really crash or even make a sound? make a sound holy shit we're finally back inside the edge <laughs> oh my god you guys thank christ we parked close to the theater because i was about to bust we're keeping it muted i can't hold this back give me 30 seconds okay before we get into it From Rotten Tomatoes, the breathtaking generation-defining Broadway phenomenon <laughs> becomes a soaring cinematic event as Tony, Grammy, and Emmy Award winner Ben Platt reprises his role as an anxious, isolated high schooler aching for understanding and belonging amid the chaos and cruelty <laughs> of the social media age, period. That's it. That doesn't even begin. Oh, wow. my God. There's aching, all right. I'll give it that. <laughs> There's lots of sins. Yeah, what? Social media sins. <laughs> okay, that was a whole lot of movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll just tell you, I thought it was wrapping up. And I was like, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to look at the time because I like to be surprised. But I had to look. And we were not even halfway done yet. And I thought it was wrapping up. I'm like, holy shit. It would have been like the act one ending yes. number. That's what you thought was the end. I thought that was it. Yeah. It was not it. Uh, first things first, I thought, what better way to tackle such a legendary motion picture than with the Bavarian legend itself? <laughs> I got a Bavarian legend. They always have to check in the back to see if they have this gigantic pretzel in stock. And lo and behold, they did. They cooked it up and it was brilliant. It was beautiful. Everybody else was in McGuff's getting liquored up. Yeah. <laughs> but you, yeah. Had, you had two hours and 17 minutes. Did you finish the Bavarian legend? I felled it. Yeah, nice. I conquered it. Nice. Well done. Went down smooth. And it gave me a proper base to really reflect on what the fuck we were witnessing tonight. <laughs> Second thing, the trailers were a mismatch. Oh, oh, my God. All over the place. Because what do you pair with Dear Evan Hansen? You can't. I don't know. You like, can't. There's nothing you can pair with it. And that's the beautiful thing. When you see a random ass gumbo of trailers like that you know they don't know how to market this movie mm -hmm. and they don't know who to market it to because we, we got West Side Story. We got some sort of Denzel Washington directed faith-based film. We got like a football movie. Like what was all that? We got a bunch of CG animated movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're all like either inspirational, yes. quote unquote, ah. yeah. or, or musical based yeah, you know that like might to, be the connect to get thread. the to get the theater kids and like the i don't know who the fuck else came to see this movie speaking of theater kids that crowd was on the edge of explosion at all <laughs> times and i could i could smell the theater kid presence in there like yeah. there were there were groups of <laughs> teens coming in and they were split. I think some people yeah. were laughing their ass off through the <laughs> whole thing. And some people were taking it in very seriously. 
And the lodge mistress was riding this roller coaster the whole time. And I can't wait to find out what <laughs> I was, was on. A, I was on a roller coaster, man. I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah. was trying not to be a dick about it because there was a group of theater yes. kids in front of us. Yes. But it's like uh, laughing in church or something. Like yep. in, yeah. Or one, laughing at a funeral. Or laughing at a funeral. At one of the climactic moments. Mm. I hear someone in the back of the auditorium oh, yeah. just say like, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> or something like that, and and I just went, Ugh. "Yeah." Like I, I, and I was trying not to be a yeah. dick, but I just lost. Like I couldn't help it. Millie wasn't holding back. She was, she was laughing her ass off during the most serious parts. And I just kept looking at her, and I'm kind of like, play on, playa. You know, like, I dude. was bawling as well. And you were also bawling. Oh, okay. So. Your eyes were just running. The faucets were on. My mask oh, is so wet. Oh, I was bawling. Oh, <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this movie. The schnapps didn't do shit for mm-hmm. us. No, it didn't help. But thankfully, the plot is so simple. For a two hour and 17 minute movie, your story is thin. Your story is like a side order of edamame, you know? The plot is Evan Hansen's this goofy kid who doesn't have any friends, who's super awkward and super old. So old. <laughs> Benjamin Button. Every time you see him in a high school setting, you're like, oh, he's the chaperone or he's the he's <laughs> like the, or the silly counselor, the English teacher. But no, yeah. he's in the mix. I saw someone tweet that uh, he looks exactly like uh, Simon and Garfunkel, it, it, like yeah, morphed m- together. Melded. And, and once I saw this, all I could think about every like fucking time. inelegantly smooshed together. Yes. Yeah, that is exactly accurate. And <laughs> basically, he's in school. Nobody's paying attention to him. There's this other like dark sided kid named Connor who also is being ignored and nobody's talking to him. They kind of intersect, and Connor seems to hate Evan Hansen, too. Writes his name real big on his cast. (laughs) And very shortly thereafter, there's a bit of intrigue where Evan Hansen writes letters to himself, Dear Evan Hansen, as assigned by his therapist to kind of give himself some daily affirmations. He writes a letter to himself. Connor takes the letter and gets pissed about it because it mentions his sister, who Evan has a crush on, takes it away, and then kills himself. And Connor's parents find the letter on his person and assume that Connor was friends with Evan. And so now they want to know everything about Connor through Evan. That's pretty much it. Well, I mean, there's a lot <laughs> that happens after. Well, there's that. a lot that, ha- but that's that's what everybody's talking about throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Is, you know, what did you what did you know about Connor? Oh, nobody really knew him, and Evan basically has to lie. He didn't know Connor. Uh, according to everybody, Connor was an asshole and a, and a fucking monster. Yeah. But <laughs> that's that's where we're at, and Connor's parents are played by Amy Adams. And Detective Amaro from Law and Order SVU. <laughs> and Evan Hansen's mom is played by Julianne Moore. So we got Julianne Moore and Amy Adams in one picture. Solid. And they Solid. all sing. And then you inject a musical into this scenario. What did you guys think? It's right off the bat, Evan Hansen singing to himself, psyching him up for the day ahead. Like, what did you think about that? 
I kind of loved it in terms of the, <laughs> in terms of the beginning because yeah. to have such a fucked up protagonist <laughs> yeah. as your as your as your lead in a musical yes there's been never been anything like this. never never and and him walking through school and it, everyone's kind of milling about but not paying attention to him yeah and he's you know in musicals you're doing the big first number you're the center of attention yes. and all that and he's just um he's just completely ignored and so so uh, right off the bat i'm kind of with this kid I and know. the editing is like crazy yeah <laughs> it's like standard musical yeah crazy but standard mu musical but he's just this you know fucked up protagonist and so i was like so where's this gonna go but then well we'll get we'll get to when evan tells his big lie yeah but um but i don't know what else other people thought what did you guys in the back think about the first musical number <sighs> I, I mean, I might be the unpopular. I mean, I may be the odd one out with this, but I was actually really impressed with Ben Platt's singing, sure, and acting mm -hmm. too. Yeah. I, I thought he actually kind of knocked it out of the park. I thought um, the acting across the board was great. Yeah, like yeah. I, I was like, he's. I think he he balanced like the singing really well with acting because I think sometimes you can go too far in, you know, one direction and sure. and you know miss the mark, but. I mean, granted, he's been playing this role for 20 years, so he's probably just like can do this in his sleep. Um, but no, I, I, I think right off the bat when I was hearing that first song, I was like, oh, like he has a really good singing voice and yeah. he's he's he's, you know, acting really well with it, too. So I was, well, you know, that first five minutes, I was like, oh, like maybe I'm going to be into this. Yeah. Well, and another part of it, too, is that and this is also a part of the problem, in my opinion, is that all the songs kind of start to blend together a lot of times the songs should not be happening anywhere near the zip code of a scene that's going on, but yet they start singing, mm -hmm. but they ease into it. So, you know, it's always starts with some talking. It's like if I was like, oh, here we go again. Another lodge cast, another <laughs> night, plugging in the mics. Here comes Brother Bishki. I wonder how many bones he's going to give. You know, like it, it's, it's they're singing like, about weird stuff. It ramps up yeah, like yeah, that, but yeah. but they're singing about like suicide and shit. Yeah. So, you know, that's cool. My problem with with old Platt is that he has this stare where <laughs> it's both like a thousand yard like dead stare but also wide-eyed and intense. Mm -hmm. So he's like not looking at anything in particular, but he's looking at everything yeah. with intent to kill. He yeah. looks like a serial killer to me. Yeah, no, there's definitely some psycho moments where you have to laugh, like, yeah. And his eyes go from like eyelids half-masked in like kind of a fugue state to just pow, like huge eyes. It literally blew me back in my seat where he'll just be like, kind of like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry! You know, and it's like, shit, dude. What the fuck? He looks insane. And they've slathered. They've slathered oh. this, like, makeup yes, on him. And, and they're showing him in close-up. Yeah. And you can just tell that his pores are clogged. Yeah. And, and, it yeah. just, and, and that's the thing, is, is I'm, I'm, I'm sort of with you. 
it, he has a beautiful voice. He did what he could, but it is it is a chore to look at him. It's, it's tough. Oh. It's tough. It's tough. I, I feel bad for him. You know, like this isn't his fault. I bet they threw a ton of money at him to reprise it because it'd be good. Well, you know, well he's going and, for an EGOT. He's got yeah. a, what, an Emmy, a Grammy, yeah. a Tony. He's absolutely. Like, like this yeah. has been preordained. His dad is the producer. Mm-hmm. His yeah. dad produced Daddy's a musical. Watching. They already have. I mean, this is what's hilarious is they really did think this was his EGOT. Yeah. And they've booked the Hollywood Bowl for April for a Ben Platt solo show. Oh, wow. Like, you know that, you wow. know Are we that. going? Yeah, let's see a special yeah, podcast. Actually, we might have to go. <laughs> I bet but, it'd but, be good. But yeah. you know that, like, the, the whole thing was like, okay, Oscar. Yes. Uh, he's yep. he's yep. got his Oscar, and now he's headlining the Hollywood Bowl. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, that's I, what it is. I got to weigh in and say, I was also like, okay, this is why they cast him, because in the very beginning, you're like, damn, he can sing and he is a good actor. Yeah. And I will say it ain't I don't think it's easy personally, just speaking from an acting point of view, to to do the same role for 20 years and make it seem still good, because it's that's hard. I think it's hard to reprise something and still make it feel real and fresh like that impresses me. Well, and when like, you're changing acting, mediums, you I know? mean, sure. And when you're changing your mediums and everything. But like he, he does also just look like he's about to be a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what it looks most like. Most of the time, like yes. you know, he's either really acting really well, or or even when he is kind of acting well, he seems like he's in a comedy. Yes, every mm. you know every shot of him. If if you put like a funny clarinet soundtrack behind <laughs> it, it's hilarious. Well, and I kept thinking too, like certain certain of his line deliveries. I'm like, this is literally a Kristen Wiig character. Yeah, yes. like some of his like more awkward, like oh, you know, whatever. You know, it's like I, I'm watching a Kristen Wiig character right now. Uh, our listeners may not know this, but Brother Bishke, we also call him Gift Master Bishke because he is very very astute at selecting and slicing out gifts from some of these funny movies that we watch this movie is packed to the gills <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. with reaction shots once we get our hands on the digital copy <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna make a few uh evan hansen gifts and i always say when the deep fake technology becomes readily available where we can plug our friends into any movie we want it's always been the genie from uh, will smith's genie from aladdin mm-hmm. the aladdin remake that i'm going to put you into but now Evan Hansen might be edging it out. I got to put you straight in the middle of this I'd movie. Love be, I'd like to be Evan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my problems are not with Platt. What are your problems, Bishke? My problems are more with Evan Hansen. You and I were sitting as far away from each other as we could be. And I was like, I have no clue what world he's in the right now. The character Evan Hansen goes to the family of Connor who <laughs> has committed suicide. Yeah. And just lies his ass off. Yeah, he does. And this is our main guy. This is the guy we have to be rooting for the entire movie. And, and he's lying through song. But and he, he is coerced. Lo- he's yeah, kind of coerced. Sort of. But th- this is like, because I know he's like depressed and anxious, but this is like soci- soci- sociopath. Like so- sociopathy. So- sociopathy. Yeah. Like, and he, because he takes it so far. And, he takes it far. But he. It does carry dramatic weight, but it also makes you just like this fucking guy, like <laughs> you terrible person. Pretty much everything revolves around Evan Hansen lying about walking through this orchard with Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Always the orchard. Always the orchard. And But he's also singing to his sister about all these things his sister was saying about yep. uh, that Connor was saying about his sister when it was all about 
what he thought about her, yep. which is such a deeply, is, deeply creepy and number. Very psycho. Creepy. And, psycho. Well, and while he's singing to her about how much her quote unquote brother liked her makeup and her brother <laughs> liked the way she her danced, and they cut to Evan Hansen flashbacks at like the school dance, sitting on the bleachers like a creepy fucking chaperone, mm-hmm. watching her dance, creeping around the hallways, watching her indigo makeup go by. And if you're not fully locked into the tape, you're just like who's that old guy macking on that little girl <laughs> yeah yeah it's not where you it's not where your head should be and also his sister's like he, my brother didn't say that shit and right so that, that doesn't ring true this is a lot number of different things that didn't ring true yeah. his sister never stopped saying what a monster he was yeah yeah and we never not got to know connor at all outside mm-hmm. of him just being a, a dick and a drug addict yeah and then everybody says he was a dick so he's a dick. And we're all lamenting this dick. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> that's and that and the whole house is built on that. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole of the movie. Like there's nothing else going on. <laughs> and, well, and, then, and then it's Evan ha- Hansen then like gaslighting everyone so he can get into the sister's oh. pants. Pants. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, I don't know. I just kept thinking, like, Jesus Christ, he's just like lying on top of lying on top of lying. Yeah. So he can get with the sister. Yeah. It, it was we. It was and it we, works. deeply weird. So the sister's played by Caitlin Deaver from Booksmart, and she has to sing along with this shit too, as he is just like creeping into her life, insinuating himself into their family. It reminded me of a Lifetime movie like a lifetime thriller but without the sex yeah. when like a nanny like it <laughs> is is like trying to get with the husband but she like poses as the nanny first and like gets into the family it's one of those it's like a thriller almost yeah and evan hansen has the same fucking look in his eye as rebecca de mornay and hand that rocks the cradle you know like he's there like you change the score and this movie becomes a thriller yeah And the scene where Julianne Moore and Amy Adams finally meet and shit goes down, they have kind of a face off. That's pure lifetime, pure lifetime. And I just wish, I don't know. I just wish this could be a musical thriller, you know, (laughs) like that, that would have, that would have locked me in at least for the second hour. I I didn't have such a creep vibe from Evan as you guys did. You, now, I'm sw- not you saying, swooned over him? No, hail no. <laughs> okay. Like Caitlin did? Yeah. But, but you were right there with her? Wanted to kiss him? No, I did not know why she thought he was, like, why she was attracted to him. But what I did think was good and what I, I got sold on pretty immediately was that, was that he was so lonely and he wished yeah. someone was there to, like, you know, help him up. And like, that was his sort of fantasy. And that's why he sort of slowly, he, he was trying to be a people pleaser. He was trying to please the mother. He was trying to help her out because he saw how much pain she was in. And then he got wrapped up in the story. And then he got wrapped up in his own fantasy of wanting a connection with someone. Yeah. And I really felt that. And that was like when I was like bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Because, because I, I bought all that. So I didn't think he was such a liar. I thought he sort of got swept up in the need to connect Okay. And he was also trying to be a people pleaser at the same time. There's a part where he goes viral based on a song that he sings. Yeah, we need to talk about the social media age (laughs) aspect of this film. (laughs) There there was a point, Millie, where you leaned over and you're like, because (laughs) Evan Hansen has 
a Radiohead poster and a Ben Folds Five poster, <laughs> and you were like, "Is this is this a period piece?" And then he whips out like a new iPhone, and I'm like, "No, it's not." But yeah, there's a lot of social media. There's a lot of Instagram. Evan Hansen goes viral. <laughs> he goes super viral. And that's Millie. Your tears were flowing during that viral montage when when uh, when it was cut into like hundreds of different people around the world saying thank you, Evan Hansen. I was getting worked up, but then I started thinking about it, and I was just like, mental health in the social media age with teens. Like, oh. is it doing any good? No. Like social media, and this movie, it's like it's. This is like saving the world in this. At a certain point in this movie, it, it, it turns later a, a little bit. But, yeah. But at a certain point, it's like they're going to rebuild the orchard. We're going to rebuild the, save the we're world. We're going to rebuild the orchard for Connor, and we're going to save the world. <laughs> and everyone's reaching out to Evan and being like, and it's like that's not you know the social media world that I know. And these everyone kids are in school in. is like, hey Evan, hey. All the jocks are like, hey. yeah, yeah. Oh, so. Hey. So and you know Connor would have been like, fuck you, fuck sissy. I hate this shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. Fuck all this. Yeah. And like it that that piece is kind of what made me turn on the movie. Honestly. Oh wow, okay. I was I was kind of struggling to stay with it up until that point. Um I really enjoyed that number that they did where they're writing the letters, you know, mm -hmm. him and his best friend. Yep. I know there's a lot of really good humor in that yep. moment. Yep. That's kind of funny how they're switching things off, how the choreography was fun. That was the I, best. That was like when the movie actually was working on yeah. its own terms. Yeah. yeah. And he and Connor was really funny. It I was like, funny. I thought that like the that switching should have been line, throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Connor should have been an imagined character throughout. If that song and dance number was any indication of how that could have gone like that would have been great but alas yeah, <laughs> it's it was buried <laughs> and you know i was like up and down and then i was watching that montage and i was like this just looks like a facebook commercial it does like i it's really like i i understand the message i think it's important you but gotta I think, save the orchard yeah but i think like at the end of the day and i mean we can get more into this later but i was just thinking like this is what the movie's based on like this is that that fundamental message of the heart of it right and then that's it yeah it's like be nice to people yeah but i'm like but there's no we don't really get a whole lot of complexity or nuance no. or anything no. you know I, I, yeah it's I, very I, basic it's just it's so shallow and i'm like is i mean i i don't know maybe that's just the problem of it being like a you know blockbuster broadway hit as opposed to something <laughs> yeah. like smaller but and the main geez. moral isn't even really don't lie because it's like some good shit happened. The last shot of the movies of the the orchard, and Caitlin goes back and sees him again. So that shows which that is like, like he'll be able to worm his way back into her heart with a with one well placed song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what, yeah. I, I I think I would have softened a little bit on it if if it actually grappled with. But I don't I don't know that the creators really even fully understand no. how sort of fucked up stuff yeah. is. Why don't we grapple with Amy Adams' performance? <laughs> what was the direction there? Like she, she is spaced out for like I don't think she knows what she's supposed to be doing at any given time, and it is pretty fascinating. <laughs> like she is obsessed with the orchard. She's obsessed with learning about every little thing that Connor might have done, but it's it's in this weird saucer-eyed, crazy way. And 
I couldn't take my eyes off her, but yeah. I don't know if it was good. I enjoyed it. I do think it was good, and I did enjoy it, and I thought it was this really interesting take on grief, which we don't get to see that often. Normally, grief is so grief horn boring, and everyone's That's in true. the fucking Millie and I, and, you Millie know, and, I like, and all the shows uh, we watch, it always lapses into grief, and we have a grief horn where we go, grief horn. It's like just they're doing nothing. They're so sad. They're sitting in the room. They're just kind of chilling, doing nothing on the bed, but like- Amy, at least, was, like, trying to see the good in her She was son. upbeat she about was, it. She was kind of in denial. She was in a manic denial that yes. was, like, manic happy denial. But I appreciated that take on grief. I'll take that over downbeat, sad, so will I. sad, sad grief any day. Yeah. And Amaro from SVU was holding his own. There was a part where he broke down and cried. That's where I almost shed a tear. Cause, but that was mainly SVU memories. <laughs> I do want to sing the praises of Julianne Moore. Yes, she was oh, so good, Julianne. Like never a false moment in her performance. And, great, great. She, shit. Even, she even has a song she sings. Like that one almost got me too. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say that I am a Julianne Moore stan, but uh, there was something a little bit um like music teacher about about it I you know like that. you know like when 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 the music teacher is is trying to teach you how to sing yes. the line it, it it's sort of that it was very that yeah yeah i had the exact music teacher you're talking about <laughs> and she evidently this is a tangent but she evidently had dinner at a restaurant one night and boys to men was there Ooh. and she got their signature and brought it to class and then she made us all sing motown philly and but she was like ill-equipped <laughs> but she gave it her best and she's just like motown Phillies up here. yeah and she made us all sing like that and it, we all knew it was wrong we all knew we were going the wrong way down the freeway but she was the boss so that's how we sang it and i've never felt clean clean truly clean after that day and that was Julianne Moore. And that's Julianne and Moore in Dear this. Evan Hansen. Uh, another, another quick tangent. I had a few laugh out loud moments when I thought of Brother Lucas. Oh, yes. Please. <laughs> when, I, I don't know. I can't remember all oh. the moments. I'm sorry. Because they're oh. just, I would just, every once in a while, Lucas would pop into oh. my mind. And I would think about the amount of pain oh, he, I, he would be in in this movie. and I He and wouldn't I have made just, it. He wouldn't have. There are literally... 400 separate times where he would have walked yeah, with yeah. extreme prejudice. Yeah, yeah. Like, this movie would have broken that poor boy. Yeah, In the Heights, he, I think he might have even... In the Heights was easy, so easy, easy compared, yeah. to, this. compared yeah. to this. He would have been done before the beginning credits were done. Thank God, Lucas, <laughs> we spared you spared, on this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, looping back to Julianne Moore real quick, mm. because, you know, it's my favorite subject. Of course. Um... She, I think, was the only character that I truly, really liked in this movie. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And the whole time I was thinking, why aren't we getting more of her? She's so neglected and kind of abused yeah. by, by, uh, by, uh, can't even remember his name. Evan Hansen. <laughs> by Evan Hansen. Oh. And that scene at the house, like, oh, yeah. he's just kind of an asshole to her. I like, I did like how the editing really exemplified what it's like when your mom's trying to talk to you, but you're getting a text. Like oh. she was talking to him and he got a text and there was just like a flash close up of the text. You couldn't even read it, but it was enough to distract you. I really liked that little touch of just like 
getting texts while your mom's trying to have a heart to heart. Like that was really effective to me. Yeah. And like, then when we finally got her song, I was like, this song is actually really good and really, really touching. Good. And I love that line about, um, you know, she says it, you know, it might be a little schmaltzy, but her line about like, you know, I knew I was going to disappoint you and I know I will. Di- yes. I am disappointing you. I'm well I enough will. right now. I'm well like, enough uh, right now, Josh. And like, and like her line about like the moving truck oh, that she kept using. It's, it's so, so good. It was good. It's really, really sweet. I think probably like my favorite song from, the, and, and it's kind of a bummer that it's a little on the short side and not super complex and we're not getting a whole lot of lines from it, but I just thought it was really, really effective. And I thought Julianne Moore kind of hit it out of the park just on yeah. all counts for that. Yeah. yeah. And after her song, which was so moving, she's wrapping it up. And there's that <laughs> moment that took the entire theater's breath away where Evan Hansen, Evan fucking Hansen, who's just chilling in the cut, watching her sing, creeping crying, around. Crying. He lunges toward her as if to kind of shut her up with a kiss. <laughs> and we all thought he was going to kiss her on the mouth and it was going to be like, holy shit. The whole theater gasped. <laughs> and he, at the last second, dodged and went for the cheek. And I was just like, oh, man, what would that have What would that have oh done god. late in the movie? Oh, my God. A I fucking th- full-on <laughs> mouth kiss with his mommy. It seemed more age-appropriate somehow. Oh, my oh no. god! Yes. It absolutely did, because she's the music teacher, and he's like, yes. and he's oh, like the history god. professor, and they're just going to yes. go for it. Oh, well, my god. And, and you said we all thought that they were going to kiss. I thought Julianne Moore thought that they were going to kiss, too. Yeah. I felt like she was like, oh, oh okay, okay, then. A kiss yes. on the cheek. Yeah, right. That that makes more sense she because was, we're supposed to be mother and son, not colleagues. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I think okay. she wanted some colleague loving. Yeah. Like that was that was an amazing moment in cinematic history, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, do do we call that the salad dragon? That yeah. is the salad dragon. <laughs> Any other tits and bits we're missing? <laughs> Just all those weird flashes when they were doing the songs. I didn't know if that was like like the flashbacks and all that. Like sometimes that just made it really even funnier to me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There was there was a flash in one of those songs where they're flashing to like a school dance or something. <laughs> yeah. And he is in his like formal electric blue suit, <laughs> and he literally looks identical to Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love, yes. like thirty two year old. And I yeah I I chortled. I I couldn't hold it back. I just laughed. And there's a scene where they're on. A, it's very. Cool. I wanted this to go on forever and I want to capture it in gift form, but they're on like a Ferris wheel or a roller coaster and he is just flipping out with how happy he is. (laughs) And it's just like, it's just way too much, but somehow not even enough. It's special. It's a whole vibe. Wait, are we going to get more into the, the rest of the movie, like, plot-wise? Josh, we can talk about whatever the hell you want to <laughs> well, talk no, about. Well, no, because, like, we we get that kind of twist at the end where we find out that he was he didn't, like, mm. fall out of the tree. He actually, like, jumped out of the tree, like, on purpose. And I felt like, oh, this is, like, really dark. And yeah. I don't know, like, to me, it felt like a way for them to try to get you to forgive Evan Hansen. They're trying to get mm-hmm. you on his side a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I was with Millie. Like, I felt like he was coerced. I totally get that person. You know, <laughs> I, I feel like we've all been kind of that people pleaser at times. And so, like, I could see, like, well, I mean, not literally lying to grieving parents. But right. I could see how one could get into that situation. Sure. 
And so I feel like they're like, yeah, he's been kind of an asshole, but he tried to kill himself. So yeah, we yeah, should let him true. off the hook. True. Which I feel like is kind of that whole movie about a lot of stuff yeah. where it's like, yeah. oh, you know, like mental, like, yes, mental health is, is, you know, serious. And a lot more people go through it, which I thought was really great messaging. But I mean, again, that's that was kind of the problem with that whole movie is that it's like, that's it. Yep. It's like it almost shuts down the conversation, yeah. which I felt like was them also shutting down that conversation about like, yeah, but he did some fucked up they shit. They wrap it up in like, a little bow. Yeah. They want you to just go with it. Like he was an asshole to his mom. He was an asshole to like <laughs> her. And, just like, and on the social media side, he posts that he, 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 you know, he says to everyone, I lied to everyone, whatever. Yeah. But he doesn't get nearly enough public shaming for that. No. He needed to get just hammered at school. No, at school they were just kind of like they're just kind of oh, looking at him. It's like, no, you just got to beat that guy up. And then they also <laughs> they also try to get you on his side because he happens to look at Connor's senior photo and sees a list of books that he liked, that including perks. Including that, some Grisham. No, Perks of Being a Wallflower, the director's book is on there. Oh, that, that's pretty vain. But did, wasn't that his eighth grade album? Yeah, eighth That's grade, what I also grade. didn't understand. Oh. Yeah. He just went back to eighth grade? I don't know. Yeah. And he's trying to, like, find out more about Connor, and then he sends out this video. I was touched by the video. Yeah, but it's just like, give it up, dude. You already caused so much problems. Just <laughs> let Connor go, just man. Just slink away, dude. Yeah. You yeah. already got him his orchard. So. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't know. Like, I wasn't sure if with that video they were trying to put a value on Connor. Because, because remember, Connor's sing. a terrible person. Yeah. Like, right. let's make no mistake right. about oh. that. Connor is the fucking worst. When Amy Adams shows Evan Hansen Connor's bedroom, he literally has five <laughs> different punch <laughs> holes in the drywall. Yeah. We know that. Varying sizes. But that, and like, that's, that's the thing too, is it's like, I don't know, like maybe I'm going too serious right now, but like suicide is terrible no matter who the person is. Like sure. it's an awful thing. And so I feel like, yeah, Connor's a terrible person and it was a tragedy that I died by suicide. Like that we don't we don't have to be like, oh, but he's this amazing artist and he has this really great like song. Like, oh, look right. at this like tragic soul. It's like he can just be a dude that yeah, killed himself. Yeah. yeah, it's all of the stuff in the in the back 30 Felt like you know fumbling at my heartstrings and missing, yes, you know, I just like plucking that. at him and poking yeah. at him, just seeing if anything works. <laughs> um, anything else, guys? Let's go with them orchard bones. Who do we even begin <clears throat> with here? Hmm, brother Ben, what's going on? Set the table. Well, what I will say is I didn't hate it as much as I thought there I was going to go. hate it. Uh, I think I was pleasantly surprised by uh, performances all around. Yep. Pretty solid. Are we all in agreement on the, the acting? Yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah. incredible. That must mean it's good. <laughs> well, well, but, I, I, but, but that was the thing is, is it's so long. Yeah. It's so bloated. Yeah. But I will also say. The songs I didn't hate as much as I like. They're not sure. terrible, but they're also not great. Right. They're fine. Everyone has a really nice voice. So, yeah, I wasn't in complete hell for large stretches. No. But God damn it. It is a weird movie to watch. <laughs> it's really weird. It is really fucking long. Yeah. And at the core, at like the, at the core, the story is really creepy and weird. It's creepy. And, and I just couldn't vibe with it. Um, 
Um, and so what I thought going in, I thought this was going to be a wolf. So oh, wow. I, I, I'm going to give it a generous one and a half orchard bones. One and a half ah. orchard bones from Brother Ben. That's sweet. All right. If Lucas was here, he would have woofed it so hard. He would have woofed it oh, yeah. so like hard. Five minutes in. Five, five minutes, minutes in. in. With no remorse whatsoever. All right. So one and a half is pretty good for the Bishki. All right. You ain't never seen a musical like this before. <laughs> Such a fucked up protagonist, which I just love. Even though the guy, sociopath, anxious, depressed, whatever. You've never seen a hero like this in a no. musical before. And I thought Platt did a great job. Um, and we, like we said, performances across the board. Great job tackling issues um, that I like to see. Mental health, suicide, you know, getting into things. No musicals touched any of these things ever before. <laughs> so I think for the, the teen audience, I think this is going to like pull some heartstrings yeah. for, for these some of these uh, struggling teens. And story-wise, you know, bizarre <laughs> twists and turns, but that kind of tickled me, so I laughed a lot. Sure, yep. Um, We're finding ourselves in that strange valley. Julianne Moore's outstanding. Yes. Um, this ain't going to win any awards. It's going to win like I a Blockbuster Entertainment Award. At the end of all these bones, I will reveal the Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, good, good. But I want to know. But for me, look, I'm glad I saw it. It actually had a lot of dramatic weight to it. I did want to say sure. that. Sure. Like, I, I, I didn't feel the length as much as some other people did here. No. I, think, I think you're dealing with heavy issues. It kept me with it. I'm going to give it two and one half bones. Oh, Whoa. two and a half from Brother Bishki. Wowza. Hmm, Brother Josh. <sighs> what are you going to do? So, like Brother Ben... Mm. I went in expecting to hate this. Yeah. You know, I was looking at all the memes they're making out of yep. this movie. Um, you know, I saw people comparing him to Tom Ripley oh, wow. and saying like he's an insane person who's like manipulating people through lies and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's all true. And so I started to be pleasantly surprised in like the first like 30 minutes or so where I was like, oh, but then like just that <laughs> middle part just made me turn so hard on this movie. And after that, I was like, oh, all these songs are now like tainted. Like they just feel like nails on a chalkboard because I'm like, this is just like super generic, motivational, inspirational pop songs. Oh, wow. Like okay. at the end of the day, it's just shallow. There's yeah. no depth to it. There's no complexity. There's no nuance. It's like an inspirational Instagram post. Yeah. Or it's like this crew would come to your school for like a special <laughs> afternoon where they're going to do a song and dance yes. show about being responsible on the Internet. Exactly. And then then they just leave it at that. And without any of that, like you're not really left with a super interesting musical at all. You know, it's right. like there's not really a whole lot there. Uh -oh. um, you know, I love Julianne Moore. I regrettably love Ben Platt. I did not <laughs> love the insane neck veins when he was belting yeah. out towards oh. the end. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. Like, this is next level. That's I'm when like, he's about to kill. Which, by the way, <laughs> did did Ben Platt need to, like, put on 10 pounds or something just no. to make him, like, look younger? No, he lost weight. He lost weight. Yeah. I, That's his I whole thing is he lost, like, 30 pounds yeah. to do this. But his, he shouldn't have done that. But his head is still kind of big. But his yeah. head is enormous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he should have done I think he should have kept that, like, you know, I think that would have helped 
helped him look, you know, had like a little bit of like that teenage, you know, like and supposedly, and, and oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention this. Supposedly, he like would shave two to three times a day. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but you can oh. see that five o'clock yes. shadow like fighting <laughs> through the makeup. Well, yeah, and they and they have that like funeral home makeup on him. <laughs> Poor guy. Sorry, back to your bone count. Yeah, Josh, what are you going to do? Yeah, so like at the end of the day, like I have super mixed feelings about it. So I don't know. God damn it. I'm going to give it two bones. Two? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. I thought you were going to limbo under that 1.5. No, nice. like I mean, like I said, like I don't know, like I, I have to give it to, to give it to the performers. Sure. You know, I, I wasn't in hell, at least for, you know, a good 30, 45 minutes of it. Like I was yeah. within the heights. Um, <laughs> and But yeah. And actually, I didn't feel the runtime either. I didn't feel the, the length of it either. But mostly because I was just like, what the fuck? But <laughs> Two Bones will get to me after The Lodge Mistress. What a wacky film. I mean, it You went was, on a ride. I definitely went on a ride. I, I cried my <laughs> fucking eyes out. Like, sort of Don't the, hold back. In the first half. Now, the second half, when he was crying and <laughs> that, like, I was not crying. I, that part was not sad to me. But the beginning part was very moving when the girl was singing her song on the swing set. I mean, I was bawling. Yeah. Like, and I was laughing so hard because it was some of these moments were so awkward and did not work there were a lot of times where even even the snarky folks in the theater weren't laughing and milster was laughing her ass off a lone voice in the theater i couldn't have been more proud i i I never feel bad laughing because i feel like at least you're having an emotional reaction you know what i mean but it was like there was something so weird about this film because it's like when you're getting into that sort of line between grief and musical There is room for some chuckles if you miss. A griefsicle. And and they missed a lot. Oh, yeah. But but the acting was so good. That's what made it so weird. You're like, why doesn't this work? Is it the story? There were so many plot holes. Like, I mean, it just, it did. Why did that letter make them turn on the family? It's like there was just so many plot holes. It did not make a lot of sense, but I definitely was very emotionally engaged. And for that, and for the acting, Uh and for the non grief horn, pretty much. to give it two and a half bones. Two and a half. All Jimmy, right. Thank you, Lodge Mistress. All right. Wow. We got we got a bit of a bone spread going. I was on the edge of my seat through most of it, so the extreme length of it didn't bother me at all. It gave me exactly what I ordered going in, which was I wanted a full body cringe experience. <laughs> and what what made it so delicious is that the actual plot and the actual intention of the movie is to make you feel uncomfortable with all of these lies going on. So the film wants you to cringe Mm -hmm. based on the lies, but I'm also cringing based on all of the miscalculations and the weird tonal shit that's going on. (laughs) So it's like my very bones are cringing in on themselves and it's it's so tasty and delicious to yeah. watch something like this put on with such gusto. <laughs> mm. So I can't I can't deny that shit. And it's true. It's a different animal than cats. Completely different ball game. 
the world building of cats pushed it to three for me. It, it, it took me to a, a different realm. This realm was the was somewhat of an earthly realm, an orchard realm. So I can't go to three. I can't even really go to two and a half, mm. but I will go to two. Two okay. feels Ooh, right yeah. to me, but it's a robust, meaty two. Yeah. This one's going to stick with me for sure. It's yeah. two with a vengeance. Can you imagine seeing this? On Broadway, can you imagine being like front row and like Ben oh. Platt is standing you could in feel front his, of you? To like, you could feel his spit. The cringe you would be leaving yeah. your body. You oh would be leaving your body. How the hell did they stage this thing anyway? <laughs> well, I saw I saw people. I think the general praise for the Broadway production was that the staging was really innovative and really okay. interesting. Yeah. Like I think it was pretty from the stills that I've seen. It was pretty stripped down, right. um, but they just got really creative with like moving walls and lights and stuff. That was mm. probably. Probably where it should have stayed, but they went for it, and I'm happy that we saw it. <laughs> and I'm happy that yeah. we saw it together. Um, it had a big split on Rotten Tomatoes, which oh, I yes. which I always love. You always okay. know you're in for something special. Any guesses on the critics? Critics got to be low. Critics got to be the low end. Oh, <laughs> but hold on. But the people are snarky, and if mm. people smell a howler. <laughs> Without even seeing it, they'll go after it. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know, I don't know Rotten Tomatoes. I know Metacritic. Critics are low. Okay. Critics, I got to say, 36%. Audiences, 74 very close on the critics, 33%. Wow. <laughs> I think Metacritic is 36 Oh. Audiences, loving it. 89%. Oh. Yeah. Way wow. to go, people. Wow. People are getting moved in that's, some way or another. That's the theater geek army mobilizing. That is the theater geek army for sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So you might have to contend with this film. Any listener that watches this movie, I want you to just weigh in with your bone counts. Go go to our Instagram and just, just drop them bones. Let us know <laughs> yeah. what you think. Or, or call our hotline. Yeah. I really want to know what this is doing to the world. <laughs> I'm going to post a confessional video later about how I lied about my bone count. I'm really, <laughs> like, this is, I'm going to be crying through admitting that I really think it's a four bone movie. Oh, man. They will publicly it. shame you. I love it. Well, Ben and Josh, thank you for joining us on this epic journey. Yes, thank always you. Always a pleasure. A pleasure as always. Lodge Mistress, you have been through the ringer. Oh, yeah. You deserve a rest after that one. <laughs> I'm very glad you experienced it, holding my hand through the whole thing. <laughs> Brother Bishke, we knew we needed to tackle this. Yeah, yeah, we were not disappointed. And Brother Lucas, wherever you dwell tonight, we're just so glad you're safe and yeah. you weren't exposed to this because it would have killed you. But we got to cover every musical that, that pumps through the theaters because <laughs> it's such a special art form. Yeah. And we're, people we're are doing be, such strange things with it. We're going to be second row center for West Side Story for sure. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Love and light, y'all. Light. Love and light. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hi, Brother Vishke. This is math kindergarten classmate Lucy, and I had to call because I watched Bliss last night and then just listened to the episode, like, right now, and I, I had to call in and tell you that Lucas is 100% wrong. This movie is easily three fucking super meaty bones. I loved it. I adored Owen and Selma. 
I was in, in a really confused but fun way from the very beginning. It was an absolutely fantastic wild ride, and I loved it. Three super, super meaty bones. Thanks. Bye. And they all sing. <laughs>